Hey friend, thanks so much for meeting me here at Frothy Monkey in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. It's a great place to get a good cup of joe and share together in some good conversation. Anyway, be looking at the menu. I know you're new here. Decide what you want. Text it to me. I'm going to go ahead and get in line and place our order. Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Today's recording date is February 16th, 2021. The snow's falling here in Middle Tennessee, and it's a beautiful sight. I hope this podcast finds you and your family doing well. Today's episode is episode 84, The Fear of Words. What are people so afraid of? On April 18, 2014, HGTV announced it was planning to premiere a home improvement reality television show called Flip It Forward in October of 2014, featuring the identical twin brothers David and Jason Benham. As soon as the news broke about these promising Rising Stars new TV series, the thought police who abhor ideology in opposition to theirs went to work investigating these two unknowns, grinding them down to an unmarketable pulp. By May 6, 2014, Right Wing Watch, that's hard to say, Right Wing Watch, a project of People for the American Way, published a report that labeled David Benham as an outspoken anti-gay, anti-abortion extremist. The report listed several controversial public statements made by David Benham who opposes abortion and same-sex marriage, at a prayer rally outside the Democratic National Convention in Charlotte in 2012. And let me say, we're talking about controversial public statements, according to their opinion. The following day, May 7, 2014, HGTV issued an announcement via a tweet that it would not move forward with the Brothers series, thereby immediately canceling production in the middle of filming. I was actually present for the taping of a television interview with the brothers where they said that literally the night before the announcement to cancel the series, they had been out to eat with the head of the network, celebrating them as the next stars on the HGTV network. When they received the call the next day, they were decimated and bewildered how things could flip so quickly. Why such hatred for those whose ideology is different than your own? Why such lack of tolerance in the name of tolerance? In the America I was born in, that was not a sin. People held to vastly different sets of beliefs, but we were taught that everyone had the right to their opinion, and that opinion is protected by the constitutional right to free speech. But why the shift now? Why the fear of words? I'll tell you, friend, the reason all comes down to the word, with a capital T and a capital W, the word. You see, the Benham Brothers' extremist positions, and I say that in quotation marks, as the thought police describe them, flow out of their ideology that is shaped by their strong Christian beliefs, in other words, their belief in Jesus. In the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 18 through 25, Jesus said this to his disciples, If the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of it, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you? A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. 
If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they don't know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. Now they have no excuse for their sin. The one who hates me also hates my father. If I had not done the works among them that no one else has done, they would not be guilty of sin. Now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But this happened so that the statement written in their law might be fulfilled. They hated me for no reason. Friend, before we go any further, I want to point out to you that as Jesus talks about this hatred towards him, notice the importance of words at every point to where he tells his disciples, remember the word I spoke to you. Also the fact that his opponents, those who hate him, they were recording down every word he said to try to use it against him. So again, the emphasis on the word. And it talks about the things that I spoke to you on account of my name. See, the word. He goes on to talk about that the statement that was written in their law, again, words that were fulfilled. We see this convergence of the word from three different angles that is coming forth with power that causes those who are in opposition to Christ to rise up. In the written word of God, the Christian Bible, God's laws and mind are made known to the world, which defines God's expectations of holiness and man's state of lostness apart from the redemptive act of Jesus on the cross. In the living word, Jesus Christ, sin is made known and brought into the light. The guilt of all people is now owned, and the separation between the lost and the redeemed is made clear. A love-hate relationship now exists between lovers of the world and lovers of Jesus. And the hate rises up from those who hate Jesus. As disciples and followers of Christ, we're commanded to love all men. To the world that hates Jesus and his Father who sent him and hates us by association, the Apostle Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 2 that Jesus is a stone to stumble over and a rock to trip over. He says that they stumble because they disobey the word. They were destined for this, he reminds us. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, he says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So see, we see there again the word, that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. The fear of words is provoked when the full circle of strength and power is felt from the unified living, written, and testified word of God as spoken by his followers. The Apostle John in Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 writes, They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. The him John refers to is the accuser of the brethren, the devil. Their victory over him is owing to the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. In Ellicott's commentary for English readers, he writes, Theoretical religion relaxes the energy of faith, even though it may brace the intellect, Practical religion, in other words, one of both dependence on him without whom they can do nothing and of obedience to him and in keeping his commandments and giving a vigorous testimony, this type of religion invigorates faith, gives it its force, and molds the heroism of those who, in their love of Christ, love not their lives even to death. 
So when real religion meets real sin, things happen, and sometimes Christians get hurt. But hey, we have been warned about these things in advance, and we have to keep our heads focused on the truth about the ultimate victory that Jesus promises to those who follow him. In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.